passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Jalen Waddell, Explosion Game. They're for Miami, taking on the New York football Jets. Um, in uh, basically no Tyreek. For this Miami offense, and and again, I thought that um, you know Mike McDaniel schemed up a good game plan here for Jalen Waddle because he knew uh, that Tyreek was not going to be there. But this was a surprise, honestly. And I know that there was no Tyreek, but even with no Tyreek, this game from Waddle was so impressive: nine targets, eight uh, eight grabs, so hyper efficient, one forty two and a touchdown. I bring this up because this is not the Washington aforementioned Washington commander secondary that Waddle is doing this against. This is against the New York Jets, who arguably had the best pass defense uh, in the NFL coming into this ballgame. Let me just give you a couple stats here, a few stats here in regards to the New York Jets uh, defending outside wide receivers. For the last two months, we're talking the last eight weeks, Matt Harmon, they have allowed the fewest receptions, the fewest yards, the lowest completion rate, the lowest yards per target, um, and they had allowed zero, zero touchdowns to wide receivers lined up outside over the last eight weeks. Again, fewest yards, receptions, completion percentage, yards per target, fewest touchdowns. Uh, in the NFL allowed to outside wide receivers for Jalen Waddle to do this, I thought was incredibly impressive. 
I'm glad you put this topic on the rundown because I think we might have just, I don't even know if we had a full segment on it or if we, I mean, who knows? I don't even know what we're, what I'm doing at this point in the brain. Week 16. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? I don't know. Who who knows when we say anything, who knows what I've said at any point at any, you know, throughout the course of the year, who the hell knows at this point. Um, but I, I do know we have talked about Jalen Waddle recently. I think in passing, we might have mentioned, um, when we're talking about Tyree Kill, you know, do we need to have like a conversation about yes. Jalen Waddle uh, yep. as like what's gone on this season from a production standpoint? Um, you know, because there just hasn't been a lot of big games from Waddle. Um, there's been so many big games from Tyree Kill, and this offense is so good, but it just feels like, I mean, even just if you want to think about it from a fantasy perspective, he's like a fringe top 20 receiver on the season, and he was certainly not expected to be a top 20 receiver. He was drafted to be much better than that. I think people had right. higher production standpoint, or higher production standards from Jalen Waddle. Um, but I think he fits into this ongoing discussion that we've had all year, which is like, how much can we really expect from number two receivers when the number one is like an elite player like this and the entire offense like has to go absolutely ham. And look, this Dolphins offense is very good. Uh, Tyree kills in the MVP discussion. Um, mm-hmm. Raheem Mostert leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. He scored more touchdowns this year than he has in his entire career prior to this combined. So pretty Amazing. good year for him. Um, but like, unless, again, unless your passing offense is going to go to the moon as a whole, which again, it's a great passing offense, but Miami's not that they, they're not producing those type of numbers from just a pure stats perspective. Like, Somebody is going to produce under expectations when one guy, Tyreek Hill, is having that type of season, you know, the type of season where we're talking about 2,000 yards and MVP and all that stuff. I think what Sunday did, uh, the result against the Jets, is that it sort of vindicated that, like, hey, this is just mostly a product of circumstance for for Jalen Waddle. It's it's mostly just again Tyreek is having one of those seasons, and mm-hmm. it's just really hard for the second receiver in an offense like that, similar to what we've talked about with like Devonte Smith or something like that. And I think yeah. Waddle is a number two receiver. I don't think he is a, a one. Um, you know, I think it's really tough for to say any of these guys are number ones when we haven't had to see them be a number one for an offense just yet. Um, I think he's a really good, uh, one of the best number two receivers in the NFL, period. Um, but it's, it, it, there's a big gap between that and Tyree Kill. So I think without seeing Tyree Kill on the field on Sunday, we saw that Jalen Waddle still can be, um, a great, like, productive player. And it's mostly just been a victim of circumstance. A couple of numbers from the week 15 performance here. Waddle owned a 91.2% share of the air yards. According Ooh. to Next Gen Stats, I mean, he wow. was the passing offense, 8.6 air yards per target. He averaged 9.2 yards after the catch per reception against the Jets on Sunday. Like, and that's kind of what I think is where the rubber meets the road when we're comparing these two receivers here, because like Waddle is not the separator against man press coverage that Tyree Kill is. He is not the same contested catch player that Tyree Kill is, but no, but he, he has, you know, maybe similar speed. Maybe like a couple of ticks down, and he's definitely as good, I think, uh, with the ball in his hands, just different in a different way than Tyree Killers, which is what we saw um, kind of with some of those bigger plays on Sunday. I am surprised to hear you say, though, that Waddle, even after this performance, that you would consider him to be at the tip top of the number twos. Uh, whereas I thought you were going to come out here and just give a full on Mia Culpa or something and say, oh, no, Waddle's actually that dude. 
Um, let me throw a look. Let me throw a couple names out here for you, and you tell me um, if who is the I, I don't know. I'll throw out some number ones um, and tell me if you think that Waddle is in that same class or not. I'm just going to challenge some of your priors here, Matt. That's okay. all I'm doing here. All right. What about Terry McLaurin? The aforementioned Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, Jalen Waddle. Where are we going? I think Terry McLaurin's a better player than Jalen okay. Waddle is, and I've. I, Again, because some of this is going to be like I've seen Terry McLaurin operate as a number one receiver and like treat it as a one. I don't think sure. you've seen that with, with Waddle yet. Okay, so uh, I'll throw this one out. How about Nico Collins? Ah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give it to Jalen Waddle on that There one. you go. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, in, in that way, too, it's it's interesting. I think it kind of also puts focus into or puts uh, Nico Collins's, you know role on that offense into a little bit of focus, too. What about T. Higgins? T. Higgins, Jalen Waddle. I think Waddle's a better player than, than T. Higgins is. Higgins, I have similar feelings about that, like, okay, we can say that in a theoretical world, he's he's just as good as other teams as number one receivers. And, okay, well, yeah, he's definitely better than the Panthers' number one receiver. He's definitely better than, like, I don't know. <laughs> Any, yeah, some, some of these number one receivers in the okay. league, sure, he's, he's better than those guys. But um, I haven't seen it. You know, uh, like, again, you can theorize it. And even, like, with what yeah. I do with reception perception, right? Like, you're still working on what they're being asked to do and how defenses are treating them in that offense you're not you you are able to take that data and maybe then apply it to elsewhere which by the way i mean t higgins reception perception very very good but he's not really in like certainly the elite tier of of any metric right Right. um but a very good player uh and i think but i think waddles waddles is more dangerous than t higgins which i'll go with him that way Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, I've got two more for you because um, the, this this is where it gets a little bit tricky in my mind, right? Because I brought up these guys that play outside, right? I, I talk about Terry McLaurin. I talk about Nico Collins. I talk about T. Higgins. These guys are outside wide receivers who, in my opinion, I think you need to have um, a great outside X receiver or an outside receiver in general uh, to, to lead your passing attack. All right, let me bring up two names here, two great names. Tell me, who would you rather have leading your passing attack? Keenan Allen, not this year's Keenan Allen. I'm talking about Keenan Allen in his prime or Jalen oh, Waddell Keenan in 2020. Keenan Allen. Keenan, okay. He's so easy, Keenan Allen. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about like Fair. prime Keenan Allen, yeah. I mean, Keenan Allen, I think, was like an elite receiver at his at his peak. For sure. I totally agree. Uh, but it does twist my brain into a little bit of a pretzel because it's just so, in my opinion, I think it's really hard to have a really successful passing attack uh, running out of the slot, which brings up Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, where are we going? That is actually really tricky. But I think I'll go St. Brown. <laughs> oh, I love, I love the face. I love the look. Uh, just the, the brain just working, the gears grinding in, the, in, in Matt Harmon's brain right now, man. I love it. I think I'll go St. Brown, though. Um, just, again, it's, he doesn't do it in the traditional ways that we think about with number one receivers. But right. he is the gravitational force of that of that lions offense. Like he is so productive. And it's funny because I think we get into the, in the off season and, and then it's easy to be like, 
all right, well, you know, okay, yeah, he's got a lot of stats, but, like, it's from the slot and, you know, whatever. Like, does it really matter? And then you just watch, like, the Lions play, and you're like, oh, my God, he's so valuable to what yeah, this I team know. does. You totally. know? they would be lost they would be uh adrift at sea if they didn't have amon ross st brown he's one of these like i think guys that are i almost like just get a better sense of them and respect their games more in season and just like the production and the consistency uh is so good when you're actually the games are actually being played that like the theories of okay well speed and and can he win outside and all that stuff it's like and by the way, I think St. Brown is fine. He actually had a higher success rate versus man coverage in 22 than Jalen Waddle did. Um, pretty similar zone coverage success rates, just very different and on different routes, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, but still, yeah, I, I think that obviously if you're asking me like, who do I like, who's going to make a bigger play? Obviously, I think Jalen Waddle has a higher ceiling to do that, but I think yeah. just overall wide receiver, um, man, St. Brown is so good at what he does. Yeah, there you go. And pairing him also with Jared Goff, too, who has been just brilliant throwing in-breaking routes uh, all throughout his career, I think has been um, a godsend, I think, for the Detroit Lions, for sure. And for both of those guys, too. You know, uh, Jared Goff has certainly benefited with a career revival in Detroit with Amon Ross St. Brown. And I think Amon Ross St. Brown has also benefited with having a quarterback who has just been fantastic throwing in-breaking routes throughout his career um, as well. Interesting brain exercise, though. Um, and it was fun kind of seeing you, uh, kind of, uh, <laughs> try to figure that one out there. That was, man, uh, I, uh, I really think those, t- those two guys would make a great passing game. Actually, if you had like a St. Brown type and a Jalen Waddle type, cause, oh my um, God. Yeah. By the way, this is an, another thing to, to consider when we're thinking about projecting receivers in the future. But what we have seen from some of these offenses, uh, the Eagles too, it's another example. And, and there's certainly been a similar production disparity between uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith um, mm-hmm. at times this season. One thing we've noticed is like the guys who get the schemed up opportunities are just the guys that the team thinks is the better receiver. We've seen this dynamic when Cooper Cup wasn't healthy this season. Puka Nakua was You're getting right. those schemed up, designed opportunities. You're right. Um, and when you look at the, the the Eagles offense, same thing. They do a lot more like scheming up ways to get A.J. Brown the ball because well, why would you not? And then in addition to that, he can still go out there and dominate man coverage. Um, he can still dominate down the field when you're not designing something for him. Um, and, and same thing is and true in Miami. I mean, the guy who gets the designed looks through and through is used off the line of scrimmage, is used on those big cheat motions. It's Tyree Kill and it's not Jalen Waddle, right. who they actually just have line up as an outside receiver on the line of scrimmage, you know, as an X at time. I mean, they're a funky offense, so it's not like X in the traditional ways, but like a lot yeah. of, a lot of traditional X receiver stuff is on the line of scrimmage, you know, not moving around. So that's, it's just harder to produce in that role than it is in the Tyree kill role. That's not taking anything away from Tyree kill. I'm just saying that like those yeah. opportunities, the more designed looks are different. And then, you know, again, without Tyree kill last week, uh, according to fantasy points data, 22.2% designed target rate for Jalen Waddle over the course of week 15. So um, it's like th- then no Tyree kill. We just designed targets for Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you something, pal. Arthur Smith completely disagrees with you. Scheming up, pl- <laughs> scheming up plays for your best players. Nah, can't do that. That don't make no sense. Why would we do that, Matt? That's You're actually, why, now, why? now I'm, I'm, I'm morbidly <laughs> curious to look up like what is, well, all volume stats in the, in the Falcons offense are kind of, or percentage like rate stats are, are kind of messy because they're just so, um, 
low. Not pa- yeah, they're so low. They're not pass heavy, but <laughs> I I got it. so now I look this up. Uh, yeah. According to fantasy points data, okay, design target percentage for Drake London five point nine percent. Five point nine percent, beautiful for Kyle Pitts zero zero yeah zero. okay yeah john yeah. smith mm-hmm. perfect 16.1 percent. oh my god <laughs> jesus christ what are we doing out Sco- here Atlanta? scotty miller i know he doesn't have a lot of targets but scotty miller 16.7 percent <laughs> oh uh designed target rate I absolute mean, that is, madness that that madness. is beautiful that is absolutely gorgeous stuff um, so <laughs> shout out. I mean, shout out to Arthur Smith for that one. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.